Welcome back to Formula Glass Pod. I'm Valley. I'm Annabelle. And this week we're talking about the spicy topic that we all want to hear about, and that's loneliness.、Um, honestly, it was a little scary coming into this episode, but we left it feeling so good and just a much-needed conversation in this kind of time that we're in and the transitional phase that. We're both, and I guess, and I hope a lot. I think a lot of people are as well. In this episode, we just kind of talk about what, like, the loneliness narrative and how that has been framed with like social media, hostel culture, and just growing up. We have this negative connotation around being alone versus the need to spend time alone. There's been a lot of like self-love rave and romanticizing your life over quarantine and COVID. So obviously that. Um, has affected the way that we have viewed just being alone. So honestly, just like a lot went on <laughs> in this episode. Like I don't even remember what we talked about. This might be our longest one ever. So be ready for a long I mean, one. Drop in, <laughs> but enjoy. Hello. Oh my god. It's so weird being back on Zoom again and recording here since I just saw you in person. I know, but I feel like we've been doing this for so long; it doesn't seem as weird as it like was before. I know it was kind of like a break in between where it was like, "Wow, we're gonna、yeah. see each other、It's、record like, in what? person." Like, two months、mm, since we like, l- actually, I feel like our like first ep went out like、away. exactly two months ago, like on the sixteenth or seventeenth. Oh. I don't know. I could be wrong. It feels like it's been so long, though. Like definitely more than two months. I know. I feel like a lot has happened. I know, and still can't believe we're doing this thing. What a wild concept. <laughs> Wait, it'll be more than two months because we're on the. Oh yeah! By the time、episode. this releases, then we're recording on the fifteenth. So. If it's like for a month, aren't we like on our third month? Oh, are we? Wait, we're not like math people. Oh, wait, no, we wait. did、June. we、It's、start、September. in June? It's the third month. <gasps> It's the third month. Wait, I thought we started in July. Oh my god. No, we started in June. Oh my god. I mean, I thought、like、we should probably know this, so we can have like many an- anniversaries. I don't. I don't remember. I think okay, I was just、we'll、very much so in Vancouver.、Out. It was pretty much like when I was in quarantine. Which I feel like so much、yeah. has changed since then too. Ugh, I know,、concept. like I feel like I've moved a lot. Yeah, but we were just doing so much. We were. Wait! Oh my God! My glass animals poster, like the signed one, I framed it today, and it looks so nice. And I'm like staring at it. Oh my God! Stop! I still need to buy the frame. You should send me the Amazon. Oh yeah. By the way. Oh yes, I got Annabelle Sarah Baba's print. Yay! I always、Now、said I was gonna kind of matching. Matching.、Words. I always said I was gonna buy it, and then I never end up buying.、It. I know, and Annabelle's like, "Oh, like next time she drops, I'm gonna buy." It. I was like, "Ha ha ha, yeah," because <laughs> I already got it for you already. So I was like, "Ha ha, she's never gonna know." No, I really, li- I really did really it. That was really cute too, because it says like, "I, I want to make, make art with you. you," and we kind of, I don't know if this is art. I know we, like, we, we make、of. stuff together. Good enough. Yeah, I thought that was relevant. Others were、It、just like、relevant. so lovey-dovey. I was like, this kind of, I know, not relevant. 
this is a good time to do this episode because I feel like I just left Atlanta where yeah. I saw like so many of my close friends and now I'm back in New York and I start working less than a week. So it's, I'm kind of... <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> no worries. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like we're both kind of in that phase where... Oh my God, you start working a week. I know, like in less, like Jesus. in a few days, basically. Are you nervous? I'm, yeah, I'm nervous. But I'm also excited to just like get my shit together instead of like roaming around every day doing nothing i love to roam around i know but i just feel like i'm gonna have so much less free time so i'm just trying to like yeah even though i'm bored now i'm trying to take advantage of like because you're gonna be like doing nothing you're gonna be a corporate gal Ugh, i know fuck my life honestly like <laughs> i know once it starts it's never gonna end no so like you're literally gonna be like trapped in it for a good while. I'm stuck here, yeah. So, both excited and not excited. Um, definitely excited to have something. I'm to excited because my roommate you. started work already, and so she. It's like crazy because she's still working now. It's like 8 p.m. on her third day. She's still working. And it's just like such a different life that she lives. Yeah, she's still working now. Like we're gonna go hang out. Like after work ish time and she was like actually my boss says she's gonna send me something to do today at like 5 p.m this makes me not want to graduate college but also at the same time i really do want to graduate college <laughs> um yeah because i'm not having you don't fun win right now. do you you never win i'm really not having fun like you know what i think i'll win when i'm done with finance like that's when I felt like I won I, from college. That's, this is my new ISOM. This is literally my new ISOM. Do you remember how much I hated that class? Like, it's so hard. I could... Actually, I don't know. Uh, I hate them equally, I think. Whatever. I, I'm... This is the hour for me to not think about it. I... Yeah. There's your uh, little break in the middle of the week. Not that we're talking about something that fun this week, but... <laughs> It's, I think it's something that, like, everyone talks about, literally, but no one really likes to confront it by themselves. But this week, we're talking about, oh, things like loneliness, and I think a lot of, there's a lot of negative connotation around, like, being lonely, feeling lonely, and not having friends to hang out with, and etc. So we're going to break that down today and talk about, like, our personal experiences with that, because I think it just needs to be more talked about in general, and, like, you realize that when you do talk to people about it, it's like everyone goes through the same thing. So I don't think it needs to be that like isolated experience that like it's kind of sad like that you feel. Even if someone looks like they're not alone all the time, like I'm sure everybody has those moments where you're kind of like, ah, oh, shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everyone goes through it. So it's not anything special or depressing. We're... Okay, so when I was leaving for college, or I think, like, even before that, I think my parents, like, really drilled it into me that, like, you need to learn how to be alone because they were all like, oh, like, everybody, like, has to do this and, like, it's better that you get used to the feeling rather than, like, feel like you're, you know, like, super upset that you're alone all the time. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's a skill that not enough people kind of confront, I guess, before mm -hmm. they enter, like, the next big chapter of life. 
I don't know. Did you do you feel like you had to like learn how to be alone? Yeah, for sure. I think I never really thought about it that much in high school or yeah. before moving to college. Because I guess I was I mean, I guess we're never alone because we have our family. Yeah. In high school, you're like surrounded by people. But then for me, I never really did anything like that fun on weekends. And it wasn't like anything that bothered me because like, I feel like no one was doing that anyway. Like everyone's kind of with their family or like doing work and studying on weekends. And that for me back then was my definition of like being alone and being super comfortable with just being at home and studying and like doing whatever I wanted to do. Um, but then I think that really changed when I moved to college because it was you're literally alone when you're choosing to do that. That you don't have your mom like roaming around the house with you. Yeah. Or, like, you know that you're going to eat dinner with your family. You have to figure out like every single thing you're going to do on your schedule by yourself. And I if remember, you don't, you're alone. Like, when I first came to college, I was literally scared to eat alone. Like, I think that was such oh, a I big thing. I don't think I ever ate alone in college unless I'm, like, at a cafe I still don't work. think I'm, like, over that, but I think I'm a lot more comfortable. Like, okay, I feel like I was a very extroverted person in high school, and I feel like if you asked anybody who knew me in high school, they'd be like, oh, she's, like, the super loud one. <laughs> Which, like, I don't love. And I'm personality. Yeah, but I think after COVID, because I had to be alone for, like, such a long stretch, like, period of time. Because mm. I, I think I was actually, like, super, like, by myself from, like, March to August. Like, I Lee, like, my best friend came to visit, like, a couple of times. But, like, it's not like she could just live with me. And I right. think during, like, those months, like, I didn't really have a lot of human interactions anyways. So I think that kind of made me like I don't know like I'm super okay with just being by myself now like I would walk alone to school and like I'd be like yeah whatever but I think before COVID or like if you told me this in high school I'd be like oh my god like what like you don't you can't see people that's so upsetting um but I don't know I think COVID like turned me a little more introverted and I'm like a lot more okay with just like doing stuff by myself yeah no I was gonna bring COVID up I think this is a very com- different conversation post-COVID, pre-COVID, because pre-COVID, we could, like, run into anyone on campus. Yeah. And honestly, that didn't feel lonely at all because, like, you had your roommate on campus, so it wasn't, like, you had that much time alone. Not that we chose to, but it's, like, the you structure just of see college someone. makes you... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's easy to just see it's anyone. It's easy to just be like, oh, like, you want to go eat food together? And they'd be like, yeah, okay, and... There weren't as many yeah. restrictions. Like, now it's very different. It's not like you could... I think you have to, like, actually plan to see people now. And that's what I'm going to say about, like, New York, too, and post-college. Because everyone's just, like, doing such different things. It's not even, like, college anymore. Where even when I visited you guys, it was just, like... I never realized how different it was being out of college and like, hanging out with people in college. My friend always did that when I hung out with, like when they graduated and I thought it was normal like oh just like hang on me after work or like grab dinner with me on like the weekend but it just feels different because we're not in the same structure anymore together yeah it's weird the way things are structured around makes us lonelier in a way I don't know I think it's like but I think everybody's like inherently a little scared of it like you know how when you see freshmen like they always travel in like exceptionally big packs like if you see like a group of 
like five, six people walking. It's kind of, it's usually a good indication that they're freshmen because like you're scared to go anywhere alone. I think we're all like so scared at the notion of like being alone because you think that when other people perceive you, it's like you have no friends, but mm-hmm. who cares? Like, I, I mean, like I, I get it. I just like, I always remember I was telling you how like I was in this class and I always like sit alone in the back because I don't know anybody in that class. And like, I don't know, it's never bothered me. Like, I, I thought it was completely fine. But I just remember like my TA was having this conversation with this girl who was sitting ahead of me who knew. And she was like, oh yeah, like I'm saving this seat for my friend. And the TA goes like, oh yeah, like that poor girl's been sitting alone like every class oh, yeah. while That's I was sitting odd. like a seat next to the TAs by myself every class too. And like that, when he said that, I was like, oh my God, like do people like look at me and think that like, oh, that poor girl, she's always sitting alone. Cause I don't feel like a poor girl who's sitting alone. So I think like a lot of those times, like it's not that we're afraid of being lonely. It's like how, like we're afraid of being perceived as lonely that's so weird because one thing I liked about college was because it, I mean like our college wasn't big at all but no it made me feel like anonymous in a way where I just didn't really care if like I went into a huge lecture hall alone like it was doing yeah like, like I thought it was very whatever yeah, like, I thought is, I it thought it was. Whatever. Yeah, I thought it was totally fine. Like I didn't think anybody would like yeah. look at me and think like, "Oh shit!" Like she sits alone. You know, we I think we do a lot of things in our life to prevent ourselves from ever being alone. Um, but I I like I fucking I fucked up the registration time, so I I, I didn't like I wasn't able to coordinate with anyone. <laughs> but I want to take that class. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like I don't, I don't mind. But like people in front of me, like they're all sorority girls. Not that I have anything against sorority girls. I feel like I have to preface that. But they always sit together, and it's like nice. And it's never bothered me until like the TA said something, and I was like, holy shit, do I need to start worrying about this? Like, and then I was like, no, you know what? Like I like like it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's not. And in our friendship episode, we also talked about, like, before coming to college, everyone's the most, the things they're more scared about is, like, making friends. And because, like, we don't want to be alone in college and we, like, need people to rely on, which is totally validated. I think we still need that emotional support, right? But then it's interesting because we equate loneliness to, like, not having friends, but it's, like, family also matters we're like yeah which is it's it's like two different things right. i think you can have friends and still be lonely you know like mm-hmm. i don't i don't think the two like intersects but i don't know i think just the way like social media has like affected our upbringing and like how we see the world we think that i don't know like if you if you are by yourself all the time like you i don't know i don't know how to explain this concept but i think it's like very weird like how we think about it and like genuinely how we like do so much to prevent ourselves from being alone like whether it is like to find someone to eat lunch with so you don't have to like sit alone or like take classes with your friends or like joining organizations so you don't have to be alone I'm not saying like you don't like I'm not saying that you know it's a bad thing to like do all these things but it's it's pretty crazy how we like take such there's so many measures we take to make sure mm-hmm. that it never happens yeah no I totally like I'm guilty of that because in college I literally like planned every single meal with someone just so like I didn't have to eat alone and if I did I'd be like going to a place where I could study and then eat at the same time so it doesn't seem like I'm just literally eating alone and I feel like everyone does that like 
no one really wants to go out to a restaurant alone. Mm-mm. And I talked about like my time in France before and how I just like literally didn't see any humans. I mean, I did at work, but like it's not like I spoke French. So I literally was like very much isolated for like two weeks by myself. And like I loved it and I had no problem with it. But I think it was only because I was prepared for a time alone, like a trip alone. But also I didn't know anyone in France who could like see me eating alone and be like, oh, like, what are they doing? Or like, oh, like, did you see Fally like eating alone at a restaurant? Right. It was like because I didn't have that really judgment or like consequence of that, I didn't really care. But if I was like in New York, I would then really do that. Like you would be worried. Yeah. I do like other things alone. That's more kind of normalizes. It's fine. Yeah. I think a lot of it comes from like how we're worried about how other people perceive us. Mm. And that like changes a lot of your decision making. Like, you know, I didn't think about being alone before like that comment. But after he made that comment, I was like, like I started Mm. thinking about things that I didn't think about before. And I was like, and go like I don't want to be perceived in that way but like you know what mm-hmm. like who cares like he doesn't like I don't like I'm, I'm never gonna you know it's just a class like I'm just here to get my get my get my grades yeah exactly I want to talk about just like the imposter syndrome and like socializing just because I have felt that a lot in the past few weeks moving to New York I don't know what is sudden I think it was a post-COVID thing where because I was hanging out with, like, the same people for, like, literally a whole year. It was, like, it's expected that I'm going to see them. But then here, I'm reaching out to acquaintances or, like, mutual friends that I've never really had one-on-one time with. And you're we're in that, like, awkward pair where it's, like, oh, like, I don't know if you want to hang out with me. Or, like, am I bothering you if I'm reaching out to you? And, like, if they don't reach out, I'm, like... I'm the worst, like, I don't yeah. want to bother them because, like, sometimes I don't like it when, like, people I don't really want to hang out with ask me to hang out with. <laughs> so it, it, it kind of sucks because it's, like, this awkward thing where it's, like, I wish it wasn't so taboo to, like, reach out to people. And at the same time, it's, like, a lot of people reach out because they feel lonely, right? And I think the whole, like, planning around and ha- making sure you have plans, especially for kids, Oh wow, this is a long rant. Especially for kids who are like immigrants too. We don't have family to go back to to kind of fill up your time or have people to spend time with. So we always have to be reaching out to friends. Like that's who we rely on to like have things to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, that's interesting because I just don't reach out. (laughs) I wait for people to reach out to me. Like if nobody reaches out, then I'll just not do stuff i think see i see i find that so interesting too yeah we're the opposite of like how we deal with yeah like i've never i don't know i guess like i've always had a very small circle of friends like i've never had like the girls squad experience and i i don't know if it's because i matured slower socially or if it was anything else but i i distinctly remember like in like grade 10 in high school like the summer going into grade 10, I was sitting with this girl like on, on the hill of our school. And I, I went to a very small high school. Like my graduating class had like 80 people. Um, and I remember she was like, Annabelle, like we need to form a squad before we go into grade 10 because my brother has a squad and like, you know, him and his friends hang out all the time together. And like, I, I really think we need that. And I remember being like, 
why do I need to do that? Like I, I'm happy with what I have right now. And this girl did go on to like actually form a squad and they really were together constantly. And I'd be lying if I said like, you know, I didn't feel like it was like, it, it looked really cool. <laughs> I think it did. But I don't know, like at that time I, I didn't like want like a squad of friends. Like I just thought it was a little artificial and like it it is, but like, I think because I've always had a very small circle of friends and usually like my connection with them isn't like, they would all have like their group and I would be like the bridge between the groups almost. Like I just had a, I've always had a small circle of friends. I think yeah. like people that I, I really liked. So, and like with them, like I never felt pressure to have to reach out. It's like the plans I think happened more naturally. So I never developed the ability to like text someone and be like, hey, oh my gosh, like we should hang out. Like, I really do think I need to get better at that because I think if I reach out more then like, you know, maybe I'd be doing more stuff. But I don't know. I just don't think I ever developed like the, the like, oh, I shit, like I need to go make plans kind of thing. No, I, I admire that because I think we're like very opposites. We're like, you need to like yeah. work on reaching out more. What I think I need to work on just like being comfortable with like not having plans or like not like people not reaching out and having that expectation there because it is like if you overthink it it's like a lot because it's not supposed to be a one-way thing right it's supposed to be like oh like let's just hang out I guess with all my college friends it's kind of like that when I visit Atlanta it wasn't like I planned it a month ahead it was hey just let me know a schedule and we'll hang out and like I just wanted to see as many people as I could or like spend as much quality time with them as I could and less than a week so like I had to do that but it felt like supernatural I'm like starting to feel that bit more here and be more spontaneous in that way but I think so it's hard at the beginning when you like move to a new city and you're kind of expected to be doing that and you're kind of expected to be more comfortable in a new environment and to like have that exciting like hey you're moving to a new city but then I think we don't talk about how lonely first of all we don't talk about how lonely moving to a new city is or a new transitional place but also no one talks about how lonely new york is because literally everyone i talk to is oh yeah it's like kind of sad (laughs) like a lot of tips i see about moving to new york is like like if i were to move to new york like i i really do have to go like reach out and make those active connections because i have the thing where like if nobody reaches out to me like i'll just be alone and i think once you get trapped in your apartment in new york like that probably you probably don't want that to happen because you just can't. But, like, I think I've always made plans. Like, I would run into someone mm-hmm. that I know. Like, I, I did this multiple times in B-School. Where, like, I run out, like, I run into people, like, I met during freshman year who I really liked. And I just, like, never quite kept in touch with because of COVID. And, like, I run into them, like, oh, my God. Like, hi. Like, so good to see you. Like, hey, do you want to grab, like, lunch? And I think that's how, like, I've always made my plans. I've never, like, intentionally, like, texted someone. I mean, I, I just think it's kind of toxic to have that mindset even where it's, like, reaching out is this thing that like looms over your head and like it takes up space in your mind and distracts you from like being present because all we think about is like planning like what are we doing next like where where, who am I seeing next where we can just like do whatever we wanted to do alone I think I'm always like a little nervous that I'm I'm bothering the other person or like yeah exactly or like that they don't like me or we didn't have like as much of a connection as I thought like I don't want them to like get a text like turn on to their friends and be like oh my god like it's this bitch again like I don't even want to hang out with her like I, I I think that's I I have like I think I definitely have an issue with like how people perceive me and like mm-hmm. how I need to maintain that kind of thing but you know like 
it's just a little risk. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I also just don't don't mind being alone. Like, if it's a sa- Saturday and I just, like, stayed in my room and read, like, I, I don't think I had a boring weekend. I think that's something I've always been, like, pretty good at. No, that's honestly amazing because... I think with social media, it's just hard not to care. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, like, do I get a little sad sometimes? Yes. But I think that sadness is very fleeting because, like, you know, like, you see on social media in Atlanta, people always have plans on the weekends. Like, they always post, like, nice pictures from nice restaurants or whatever. And, like, in the moment, I'm like, oh, like, yeah, like, I wish I did that too. But I think, like, it's so fleeting because I I'd be like, no, I liked what I did. <laughs> Nobody else thinks that's depressing. But like, I I would still go out if I wanted to. And I just think a lot of people like force themselves to hang out with other people, like make plans because they they can't face like alone time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I actually like much worse in the long run. Yeah, I think it's, we just need to get better with balancing the kind of importance and value of alone time versus like spending time with people and that can be like family friends a community club that you're in like whatever that is I think we need to see them equally where I think now we kind of equate alone being alone as something bad and a last minute plan like plan b because like you didn't have like the plan to see anyone right I think social media definitely made it like a lot worse for everyone because you could constantly see what other people were doing like you know, like in the friendship episode, we talked about like Instagramable friendships and like how whenever anybody goes out to do anything, like that shit is going to be on their stories. So like, it doesn't matter if you want to see it or not, like you are going to see it. Like, I guess at least when we were younger, you you wouldn't know if somebody hung out with someone or yeah, you wouldn't exactly. know if, if people were doing anything. So like you care less because you didn't see it, but because it's so accessible and it's so in your face, it's like it's unavoidable so you start feeling worse because you can't see it constantly um i don't know i think it's a very interesting thing how social media like played into it and like changed so many perspectives almost just with like a simple instagram story feature yeah no i i swear because before covid well i mean like personally i didn't care like about social media as much like it was just kind of there like I'll post when I want to, like, I'll see what people are doing. Like, it didn't really bother me that much. But I think it was also because, like, literally everything was in person. Like, I was thinking back this, like, in college. Like, no one really went on Instagram, like, during a day. Everyone was at school. No one was posting anything because you're at school. And then, like, I saw people after in the library. Like, I'm not going to post about, like, going to the library. Like, but hang it was, like, out at the library. No, yeah, actually, like, it was what? a fulfilling, people- like socializing yeah, thing posted. that we did oh yeah i mean people did but i'm not about post that <laughs> i think covid just made everyone so reliant on like their phones and social media to kind of fill up the day right because like what else yeah, could you do because there was nothing else to do at home yeah and even with yeah. virtual school it was like because everyone's at home during the day doing classes whether you were doing something after that was like, oh, I could show that now. Like, hey, I'm doing something fine, regardless of, like, COVID or, like, things being online. So I think COVID just, like, fucked everything up. <laughs> Honestly, like, our perception of being alone because we were in isolation for so long. 
Yeah, but I I really do think that people who seem like they're out all the time, like that doesn't mean they're not lonely. Like, yeah, people who have such glamorous like online presences who seem like they're never alone, who seem like you know they're having the best time. Like it, when you close that door and like don't post on social media anymore, like you never know how they feel or like what loneliness actually is. You know, like all those like. squad goal pictures you see on instagram like Mm. may not be squad goals like after all like you don't know who's like arguing in that friend group you don't know kind of drama is going i mean that's exactly what like that's like emma chamberlain where she has such like authentic content and a lot of her like even podcast and her youtube videos are about just like her being lonely and yeah like her just doing shit and it was yeah. like such an honest kind of viewpoint of like this influencer life. Like it's not all glamorous. Yeah, she went to the Met. Like yeah, she goes to these cool shows and knows a lot of people. But as an influencer, she's so honest about just like yeah, like three friends. I am close to my family, and that's it. I think for me personally, at least, I know everybody's a little different with like you know how how they want to spend their time with other people but I would much rather like have a smaller group of friends who I can actually have fun with than to have like a very large group of people that I can like post on social media with and be like I did things with them and for some people that's important because for them like going out or doing all these things are important but I think for me just personally I I don't value that like as much you know like you might think I'm a loser from online like that's totally fine I think cares like I, I think that's fine if you if you think like I'm a loser in college who doesn't like to go out as much. I'm okay with what I do. Like not to say like I'm emulating Emma Chamberlain because like you know she doesn't need to go to school. <laughs> I wish, but I love like her um new content is it just it's just like her in a day of life and some days she doesn't even get out of bed and like mm-hmm. you know what <laughs> I did that like a couple of times reality. during COVID too. Yeah, like nobody's having that much fun all the time, like seriously. But I think it's so easy to forget because like I know we always say like social media is a highlight reel or whatever, but like that highlight reel has become more constant because of all those like features, like you're updating like in real time. So it doesn't seem like a highlight reel. It does. It genuinely seems like your day is like that, mm-hmm. but it's it's not like, you know, who who puts like truly upsetting things on, inter- like, on the right. internet? Nobody really. Even influencers who, like, show themselves crying or, like, vulnerable, like, that's still things that they decided to press record on. You, you have that power. So, really, like, genuinely, most of the time, anything you have there is, like, stuff you decided to put out. Even if it's, you know, something that's less mainstream. I think there's so much nuances and complexity around just, like, content in general online. And... I know a lot of people also romanticize alone time and like self love in general yeah. is such a big thing now, especially like after what well, during COVID and after COVID, it's like self care, self love. People romanticize going on walks alone, or I've seen like a bunch of posts, and not to say like we don't do it, but it's like I see that in some people like so much where it's like so glamorized that you're like spending time alone, but at the same time, I think there's a difference between showing that versus like being so secure and like grounded in yourself that being you're actually okay, okay with being alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we still need to draw the line between like social media, I guess, and like what it really means. 
yeah and I don't know like all those contents about like taking yourself on dates and stuff mm, those were big and I mean like it looks great <laughs> I don't know but I also think like because we are social like animals it's also like not I guess healthy to be alone like all the time I think it's just all about like drawing that balance for yourself I mean there's also this distinction or like narrative around being like lonely versus like solitude I read this in an ordinary age which I know we mention a lot and I literally reread her chapter on like loneliness and the author Rainsford she tied it with like a friendship thing which makes a lot of sense because as we said like you equate a lot of like alone time with like not having friends but she says there's this different narrative around being lonely and having like solitude time where honestly just feels like when you're alone it's like a consequence or a result of you not reaching out you not being social enough you not being invited to this party when solitude is like a choice where it's like on this day, I chose to spend my time alone instead of reaching out to people or going on this dinner. So I think there's it's, it's interesting when you look at it that way, where it's like, yes, like I'm planning for days alone versus I'm alone because of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I think we definitely generalize the whole thing because nobody, I guess, like wants to be alone in a way. I don't know. I remember like in freshman year, I'd literally like plan to walk on campus oh with someone God. because I could not bear the thought of like walking to I my next class that, alone. Honestly. I love walking. Yeah, like you know, alone. I I like that. I, I like my little 20 minute walk to school where I don't have to like socialize and I can just like listen to my podcast or music and like I'm I'm okay with that now. I mean I love taking walks alone and for example, I read this book called Digital Minimalism. Highly recommend to like everyone to read it just because they the author defines kind of what being alone is and just not having the influence of like the media that we have access to today and he says like everyone should honestly put like time to spend alone every single day you know what i mean like it should yeah i think alone time with yourself is actually very yeah it's like you need it and i feel like people neglect the fact that they need it where like they're burning themselves out by seeing shit ton of people every single day where it's like you honestly need a recharge because you're living through life 50 percent because you haven't you don't want to recharge by yourself and i honestly love doing like daily chores and just like making sure i have the time to like do my laundry cook by myself walk by myself because like i honestly need that honestly like I think it's I think it's nice now. Like I just I genuinely couldn't fathom like spending time by myself on campus before. And now like like I have a huge break on Friday from like twelve to like five where I don't have anything but I have to stay on campus. And I've just like liked sitting like on a couch in the library and just like read. And I think me a year ago would have like scoured the planet to find someone who could have done something. Oh my god! I honestly like loved having time between classes because that were my excuses to. I mean, not with meals, obviously, because I couldn't eat by myself back then. But if I had, like, afternoon <laughs> alone, like, a few hours, then I always went to Starbucks and just, like, sat there, like, do my work, like, do whatever I wanted alone, even though I was, like, in a public space. And I loved that because I chose to use this time to spend time with myself doing something productive or whatever it is. So I honestly, like, miss that. 
just like the between classes phases i used to take naps between every class like seriously because i, oh, I yeah. lived so that close too. oh it's okay go to the library and read instead yeah wait actually i was wondering i don't know if this matters but i think it'd be interesting to just hear like I know you're only child. I have a oh brother, my God. and I like grew up with a huge family. Like, do you think that like impacted like your view on like being alone or like spending time alone like when you were growing up? I also don't have a lot of cousins. My my cousin wasn't born until I was ten, and I only have one. So, and then by the time I was ten, I like already immigrated. So I think I've always grown up with a really small family. I don't I don't know if it impacted my view on being alone that's actually really interesting i never thought about it in that way but i just remember like hating family vacations because i i didn't want to go with just my parents (laughs) yeah no but seriously i I, like i feel like any only child can relate like when you're younger and like you're going through your teenage years and you're like going on family vacation with just your mom and dad like there, there is no worse feeling unless you have a great relationship with your parents in that case i'm jealous um but before like before I was like very okay with you know like when I was at angsty teenager I fucking hated it but I think I don't know the only child thing but I also had like an overbearing like mother when when I was younger she was very overbearing so I, I never felt alone I more so like just wanted somebody else's company that's not my mom <laughs> but like I definitely think family played like a smaller role like in me being alone or not like there was no like big thing I could turn to it's always just like my mom but yeah like you know what like now that I think about it like I've had to be alone a lot when I was younger because there's only me (laughs) no I think that's interesting because I never thought back to like childhood but I was never really alone I guess like because I lived in my like grandparents my uncle my aunt like both uncle and aunts like we had 16 people in family back when I was really young so I was only alone only child for like eight no five wait five years because my cousin was born he's five years younger than I am so I guess I was never really alone if I thought about it because we had a dog my grandpa was always with me like after school so like I was always surrounded by people so I don't think I was ever forced to have that alone time you know yeah. what I mean? I definitely Because I had, like, other kids around. Yeah. I think, well, I, I definitely did. I didn't even live close to my grandparents. Like, it was, like, a 30-minute drive. I didn't live close to either set of grandparents. My parents would work. So maybe I started this, like, thing earlier than I thought. But I also had a nanny who would pick me up and stuff. Because my, both my parents, like, worked a lot. And I don't know. They didn't want me to walk home from school alone when I was, like, six, I guess. Um, but like I had a nanny and then when we immigrated, I had my mom. So there was always like that one person, but that one person might not be the person I want to hang out with, you know, like they'd yeah. be there, but it's not like I want to hang out with them. So yeah, like play with yeah. them. <laughs> like, but I think I started reading when I was really young. So when I was alone, like I would have a book. Mm. Um, so I never... Uh, back in the days, so simple. Yeah, right? Like I didn't even have a phone. I would just like read. Yeah, and I mean, I had TV, so that was fine. That's, like, an actually really interesting notion. Like, I, because I was talking to Lee, who has a younger sister, and she was telling about, like, how they always, Mm -hmm. like, hung out, and it's, like, a built-in person. Like, even if you were fighting, like, it's it's still, like, a built-in person you could hang out with. And I've never experienced that. 
No, that makes a lot of sense because I always had kids around, and I mean, we went to school during the day, so I think that took a lot of time. And you saw people at school. You went to like prep class after, and then like that's your day really. And then weekends is like family time. So, I, but I feel like I was never really forced to be alone, even when I moved to a new school, because I was in fifth grade and I went with like my look like childhood best friend too. I was not actually alone. Like, she was in the same class as I am, so I didn't have to, like, actually make friends by myself. And then, like, college, I literally roomed with my high school friend, too. So it was, like, a comfort blanket when I came in. That's really interesting. Oh, my God, I never thought about it. Yeah, so I literally transitioned to every place, like, with someone, so it never was, like, actually that bad. one of the things I always knew how to do well is I can adapt very easily to usually, like, any new situation, because... So when I was 11, I immigrated to Canada, right? And I was the only Asian girl in my grade. Um, And I had to, like, make a whole new set of friends. Like, there was no way I could have known anybody. And after spending a year, like, at PEI, moved to Vancouver, like, again, like, a whole new environment, had to make new friends. And then I graduated elementary school, and then I had to go to high school, which is, like, again, like, a whole, like, a new environment. So I think Mm. I've always gotten good at, like, just adapting. Um, And then when I came to college... Like, again, like, I was the first person from my high school to go to our college. Oh, my God. I couldn't Yeah, so there was no way I could have known anybody. So I think, like, I've I've gotten more okay with, like, being by myself. And and then, like, I've also gotten good at, like, adapting and, like, finding people to, like, make Mm -hmm. friends with almost, if that makes sense. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. I've never, like, yeah. in any stage of life, like, I've never had, like, a true, like, security blanket anywhere. There was no instance where I could walk into a room and be like, oh, my God, like, I know you, and I can just gravitate towards you, and I'll be fine. Wow. Yeah. I think I, like, plan ahead for those situations, so I'm not alone. Like, for, not to say, like, I planned to come to Emory because my friend was coming, because I didn't, and we weren't that close, I knew Emory had like such a big population of just like people from my high school. So there was, like, really okay, is anything. If anything, I had these people to rely on. Like if anything, I have this person to rely on. And I was very intentional about like making friends outside of that. But I was like in my worst case scenario, if I was homesick, someone would understand me. And like coming to New York, I, I mean, this is a huge city, so it wasn't like I was moving to a completely new city I can't do that because <laughs> I, I need to know like at least some familiarity before making such a big transition so I think in our generation in general we're just like taught to be like moving to doing the next big thing to like yeah. get the next new job yeah and it's hard to like honestly build like a solid community and network from that so like going back to Atlanta I just realized how close of friendships I made in Atlanta that's like how am I ever gonna make that in New York but it's like should we be making that same community should we really be replicating it just because we moved or is it okay that in our generation that we just have long distance besties all over the world basically I've always made friends based on our environment you have college friends because like you're so close in the vicinity um, that I think you can't expect the same thing when you move somewhere else. Maybe it's because I've moved so much and, like, have had to, I don't know, like, go into completely strange environments with, like, zero knowledge of who's going to be around that I've just gotten okay with it. Like, 
I've just accepted the fact that like if I'm if if I were to move and like I don't know anybody it's up to me to kind of do those things and if I you know and then also like but also being alone because you can't make those connections right away like it's just impossible like there's always that very awkward month or so where you're like making those friendships but you know you're not quite there yet so there's a lot of time you have to spend with yourself so I think I've I've always gotten kind of okay with that but I don't think you can expect the same thing after you've moved on from college because like circumstances put you together and you don't you no longer have those circumstances unless like I guess you make work friends that's kind of like go I mean I've never had to work like a big girl job so I don't I don't know how it works but that's the only thing I can see like being the similar but then like also as you grow older like older your network gets bigger so sometimes when you land in a city you you always you'll know someone who's like who knows someone and that's like a connection I guess I I think I guess that's why people settle down too because you're you just want that, like, one person, a few people that you can just, like, you know, grow with in a way. Like, I think in our 20s, we're just, like, constantly meeting with people, constantly expanding our network, constantly grabbing food with people that I think we just get tired of it after a no, while. No, we definitely we just, do. Like, there's, no, there's no point of doing that when you can have that few people you can just, like, really rely with. on. <laughs> yeah, like, really rely on. We should get in our I was just thinking about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So the first question that we asked was, do you consider yourself to be lonely sometimes? 93% said, of course, and 7% said no. So obviously, I think that just helps us, like, validates what we're saying. Like, every single person, like, goes through something or, like, feels this way a lot of times. So it's not like we're alone in feeling this way. <laughs> I also think loneliness is like such a sliding scale for everybody. For someone, like for some people, they might be alone all the time and they don't think that's lonely. But for some people, like even if they're alone for a split second, they think that's lonely. So, right. Yeah, I think this is like it's, it's like, about like how we define. Yeah, that. and I think, but it's nice for people to see that like you know everybody feels lonely sometimes. Like I feel lonely sometimes. I would say I'd say yes to that question. <laughs> yeah, it's such a normal feeling that we avoid. That we ghost a lot. <laughs> um, but it's Im- important to know that it's like just like any other thing that we feel. Like I don't think loneliness has to be this isolated, depressing it's thing. Ex- like, yeah. like lon- you can be happy but lonely at the same time. It's very like it's like, a shared I'm experience. So happy that I- Yeah, it is a shared experience. I was in college. Overall I had the best time of my life. But a lot of times I was lonely. And here moving to New York, the dream have the career that I want and like a lot of close friends out here but yeah I'm like lonely a lot of times I think it's like a yeah very shared experience second question we asked was does social media make you more lonely 86% said yes and 14% said never also makes sense <laughs> admire people who like don't care <laughs> about what's on social media but I would say it's hard not to like isolate that either like I don't know it's really hard seeing like somebody having a great time even though if you don't know if it's manufactured or not because you're not having that great time you know so I, I think social media makes it worse for me personally yeah it's like you could be having such a good time like watching a movie alone and you just pull up instagram and people are like having dinner parties with a bunch of their friends and of course that's gonna make you feel lonely but i think 
it's important to remember that you could be doing the same thing. Yeah. But you chose to spend that time alone. Like, it's not... You shouldn't compare, right? It just like, depends on how you frame it. Like, if you choose to frame it differently, it's, like, yeah. a different outcome, almost. The other question we asked was, can self-love also be lonely? 91% said yes, and 9% said no. So I think it's just, like, the whole narrative around romanticizing your life. And I think a lot of people glamorize it, actually, and kind of care more about the perception of what it is like to spend time alone rather than actually confronting Um, like what you need yourself yeah i think i think personally i think of self-love as like growth um and growth is always a little painful i think and it's it's always lonely because nobody like self-love and like self-growth is always like just up to you alone almost it's not like something you can share with someone because everybody's self-love and self-growth is a little different so i think when there's like less of a shared experience it feels more lonely like I definitely think that sometimes like self-love is a little lonely because I don't know like there's lots lots of things you like tell yourself I guess I mean it kind of has to be yeah because it's like a self thing I think in order to grow a lot and I guess our generation like we have to spend time alone that's just the way it is at the end of the day you only have yourself and I know everyone says this but it's true like you literally can only rely on yourself you can have a partner right but you are alone at the end of the day like anything can happen not to be pessimistic but anything can happen but only you so are responsible you, for you or like only you have an absolute responsibility mm. to yourself like nobody else in this world has an absolute responsibility for you like you know when even if you have a partner like if you don't have your close friends like that's it's nice to have and it's it's great that you found those connections but they're not like i don't think you need you can get into the mindset of like they're responsible for your happiness or they're responsible for anything on your end right that's a great way to put it right like there are supplements to your life yeah that will bring you happiness and they're valuable a hundred percent but yeah you can't rely on people or you to can't bring you that you can't like think that they are there to like boost you i think you you Mm. only you are like absolutely responsible for anything that you do and that's like i think a hard hard pill to swallow because i think a lot of the times we think we depend on like our happiness or our self-value on other people but like if you just like really twist like or i don't know really take that like think about that like it's all up to you like even if it's like you know your self-perception just i don't know i think it's it's just depends on how you look at any situation and like only like you have your own mind and it just depends on how you choose to interpret those things and nobody's really responsible for how you think (laughs) such philosopher wise words (laughs) in the midst of studying (laughs) i'm dead (laughs) um Wow, such quotable sentences in this episode. We also asked an open-ended question, which is like, what makes you feel the most lonely? And we got tons of responses. And I I would say like we relate to most of them. So um, one person said, the anti-Sunday scaries on social media, the wholesome dinners with their partners. That's really interesting because, yeah, there's such... I mean, it used to be like, oh, Sunday scaries and like, for me, yeah. picturing, like, when I start work, I want Sundays to be, like, recharged, like, 
I'll take my time to do stuff because I literally mm-hmm. need to recharge like before working for five days a week again. Always, yeah. But I know a lot of people, especially in the city, you're always doing something. So like people could be grabbing drinks on Sunday night and oh. like, okay, like <laughs> you really don't need to recharge for a week. The wholesome dinner people have with their partners really got me because we were both in long distance relationships. So it's not like I could just see him whenever I wanted. So I think when I see those, I definitely feel a little lonely because I'm like, oh, yeah. like, I wish I could be eating dinner with yeah. my boyfriend, but he's not around. <laughs> That's a plane ride. And I think even just being in a relationship, we always have an excuse to not be alone, right? Like, even in a city, I'm like, oh, thank God, like, I have my boyfriend because I could just hang out with him if I ever feel lonely. And I'm trying to catch myself when I do that because... Um, I think it's, like, not the most healthy way to, like, self-growth myself in a new city if I just rely on, like, my boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of people, when they get into relationships, they choose to just, like, put their entire person on the other other person, which, if that makes you happy, great. But, like, I'm almost, I'm always almost happy in a way that we're long distance because it's forced me to have a lot of experiences mm-hmm. by myself not to say like I, yeah. you know whenever he leaves I'm, I'm still sad obviously like, I wish he could be here all the time um but I'm almost glad because we do our own thing in separate cities and like I think this is also such like a period of growth like it's your 20s this is the time you should be doing all those things that make you uncomfortable and I'm I'm almost glad that I you know without I feel like if he was here I I'd be more willing to step back in that box and just like spend time no, with him. But because literally. he's not here, like I, I I have to force myself to do a lot of things by myself. No, literally that was me in college. I mean we talk about it all the time. Like we're so glad that it was long distance. But I mean I'm glad that it's not anymore. But I also need to be careful about like spend like splitting time equally and like pushing myself outside my comfort zone. But also like valuing the like relationship that yeah. I have because not a lot of people have that and I don't think it needs to be like don't spend a lot of time with your boyfriend I mean like he's my best yeah friend. why shouldn't I but yeah I think it's important to see that as like equal to alone time and like friends and family you know easy to fall back yeah it's so easy but it's just like how you how you structure it you know Okay, another one was when it's Friday night and I feel like I need to be doing something with friends. I think I feel this one the most and we talk like the Friday, Saturday thing. I think it's like the week before where it's like, let me plan the weekend. So I definitely want to get to a place where it's like, oh, no plan, whatever. I can have fun with myself because half the time I go out and I regret Literally. going out in the first place. So I think it's like literally nitpick what you choose because that's what makes your time the most valuable right after i come back from a really social event i would say this is like the quantity over quality thing because right after you come back i don't know i think because you've been around so many people and you're like doing all these things all of a sudden you're like by yourself again and i guess that contrast is so like stark i think there's a difference between spending time with people that you really value and like feel energized after versus drained because i've definitely like how people that i feel so drained but like after the whole trip in atlanta i think it was the first time in a while where i was socializing a lot but i felt like so good afterwards and i was like this was a great trip yeah because it's like people you genuinely care about and i think some of the times like when i feel the most lonely is like i'd be in a room full of people but it's not the people i'd want to see yeah exactly yeah 
and you kind of stuck there. Yeah, you cannot leave. When people misunderstand me, not when I'm physically alone. It's kind of the same thing that we just mentioned, just like not mentally being there with the people that you're with. I think that can be worse than just like spending time with yourself and like being in your own thoughts, you know. Someone else said just like when they're not being productive and when they see like their friends hang out on social media or just like spending time alone in their room at night. I love these because I think, damn, like we all think the same, but yeah, we don't think each, we, all we don't feel we don't lonely. think we think the same, uh-huh. but we all think the same. Yeah, we all feel lonely at the same time, the same struggles. So <laughs> honestly, we just need to like talk more about it and we're just like, validating with the each other's that, feelings. Yeah. Sit with the fact that it happens, but it goes away in a bit. Yeah, it does. Like, I think, I don't think, I think if you choose to, like, if you choose not to get stuck on the situation, it just kind of, like, goes away. Uh, Wow, this is such a long episode. And honestly, we talked about so much, and I feel so, like, much more fulfilled. And I was kind of afraid of going to this episode, feeling sad afterwards, because, like, all we talk about being lonely, obviously. But I think it, like, made me feel better about it because I just feel like we just need to talk about it. Yeah. And we're also, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like being lonely is such a taboo thing almost. Like, we Mm -hmm. genuinely all do so much to avoid it and, like, we don't talk about it. And, like, it's almost, like, the worst thing if you were lonely. Yeah. But it's not not that big of a deal. (laughs) I just admire people who can be alone. So I don't know why there's so much negative connotation around it on media i guess or in general but every time i see someone who's like a lot of vlogs are like oh like living alone or like doing stuff alone i'm like wow that's so nice like i wish i could do that so i'm definitely like trying and to work you can. on that more yeah exactly yeah, exactly i can <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway i feel like this is a law enough one if anyone even made it this far <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to wrap it. Yeah. We're wrapping. <laughs> we are. I mean, see you next week. Yeah. If- Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> Let us DM us anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week.